to Chicago, where the fire serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with your hosts, E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah! Episode 37 is brought to you by 606 Media, Noir Caesar, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to check out gritclothingco.com and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That's right. As always, I'm Big Z, and I'm here with my boy E-Rock. What up, E? What's good, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in. If you're a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review, hopefully five stars on your listening app of choice. And don't forget, you can support the show at anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans slash support what's good z how you doing man i'm doing well uh, how was your uh, little hiatus trip little, took a little vacation over to the smoky mountains you know a uh, little bit of hiking as surprising as that may seem you know have did, some fun get away view the mountains you know did you add did you add a little smoke to the smoky mountains so there's a quick pre- a quick programming <laughs> note <we're gonna> talk <laughs> about <real> quick. <laughs> listen up so our boy Jose Shorty Torres, he was on our last show. He is fighting on March 25th, but Shorty's original opponent, Sean Santella, Shorty Rock, he had to withdraw due to injury, so he will. there will be no rematch at this time. That's right. So instead, Shorty, our Shorty, yeah. will fight Blaine O'Driscoll. Uh, so Shorty could have basically taken a bye because of his opponent dropping out and being hurt, mm-hmm. uh, but he uh, and it moved into the next round, but he decided... I'm gonna earn my spot. That's and right. he has to, oh, he has to be Driscoll though. I mean that that's a that's a scary situation though. This guy had this kid's had nothing to lose. The kid has nothing to lose. He's it's a big fight for him now. The oh, kid, yeah. uh, uh Blaino Driscoll. Uh Irish kid, because like Shorty told us before, this is the international tournament. He's fighting mm-hmm. a lot of guys he's never met before, a lot from all over the place. Um but yeah, unfortunately he's not gonna get his rematch, but he's gonna be fighting a young kid who's, who's going for it and good for him. Look. It's, you can take the easy way out and you can take the buy, or you can be like, you know what? I'm here. I'm a former UFC fighter. I'm going to show that I need to earn my spot. And, and props to Shorty for that, man. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. That just shows his heart and determination to, to be one of the best. So listen, we got another great show packed. I mean, packed. Yeah, to the raft today. <laughs> oh, man. There is a new man under under center for the Bears. Uh, we're also going to discuss which local team made it to the Sweet 16. Uh, Blackhawks scru- struggle again against oh these Florida teams, which doesn't make sense because it's hot down there. I don't even like hockey. <laughs> and Bulls, the Chicago Bulls, are rumored to be interested in a familiar name. Oh, Mike Logic. Uh-huh. And also... <laughs> Chicago baseball is back, baby. We bring back our three up and three down segment. That's right. It's baseball season, so three up and three down is back. Yeah. Let's get it started. This is The Loop, our Chicago sports roundup where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. 
Is there anything going on in Hallis Hall? I, don't know. I mean, it's been kind of quiet. Uh, there are no, there is no news at Hallis Hall. What's next? No, never mind. Yes. Listen, the Chicago Bears have a brand new quarterback in the mix. Chicago offered three first-round picks, a third, and two starters for Russell Wilson. And a bucket of chicken. And Seattle declined. <laughs> <laughs> so we spent all that time talking about Russell Wilson. It was a pipe dream. We knew that it probably wasn't going to happen. But the Chicago Bears do have a new quarterback. Who is it? They signed Andy Dalton to a one-year deal worth about $10 million. Uh, he came over after one season with the Cowboys. He was a backup for Dak Prescott. Um, he started a handful of games after Prescott had that brutal leg injury. Um, and Dalton was told by the Bears that he was brought in to be the starter. That's insane. That's insane. That's <laughs> You're going to give this guy $10 million when you could have had him for, like, super cheap last year. I think this, we, we know what this is. This is just the stopgap, like I said. I went live because people were losing their mind. I went live right when it was, this was happening the same day. Mm -hmm. um, look, this is just to bridge the gap. We are going to draft the quarterback. They should draft the quarterback, at least. Dalton seems like he wants to be here mainly probably because they told me he's going to be the starter. But he came out and he said, this is the second half of my career. I want to play really good football. I want to help this team win a lot of games. And I want to bring some excitement to the city. Hey, man, I, I like what he's saying, at least. I mean, you can't blame him. No, it's not his fault. It's it's the administration's fault. That, that That's who the Bears fans should be mad about. Andy Dalton has no fault in getting paid. Right. And here's the thing. I'm not really mad at the signing. Um, if I'm going to be mad at anything, I'm mad at the fact that they gave him so much money. Yes. Um, especially when we're seeing the Bears do a lot of salary cutting moves. I think we we geared ourselves up for um, Wilson coming here because mm -hmm. of what we saw them doing. Because Wilson's making like over $20 million a year. So right. I, I think that's that's what we thought was happening, obviously. Um, but here's the thing, though. They tell Andy Dalton he's going to be a starter. I'm pretty sure they told Foles the same thing last year, that he was going to be a starter, or at least they hinted at it. But don't forget, the Bears should, emphasis on should, they should be drafting a quarterback. I think, you know, it, considering the fact that they're sitting at 20, they might have to move up. I hope they could go get someone like Trey Lance. I think that, you know, the big names are not going to be there, but they should go get their quarterback. So you're saying they should go for a quarterback in the first round? Not Absolutely. An Absolutely. Not an offensive or do you go for best player overall? You go for a quarterback. I mean, because that's who's going to... Anyone that's worth anything is going to be gone by, by the time you get to the second round. Okay. Let's be honest. I mean, unless, right. you, unless you find Russell Wilson in the fourth round, but that's very unlikely. Unless yeah. you find Tom Brady at what pick, what, 199? It's very <laughs> unlikely. And now with so, this administration. Now, the thing is, they went hard after Wilson, but I don't think he was ever really available. I mean, we also heard the Bears were linked to Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently he's got a little bit of that Robert Kraft school of massage in him. He's been accused <laughs> of sexual assaults in at least 10 lawsuits. 
Um, he looks like he might not get that happy ending after all. Not at all. Yeah, he's going to have to pay for it. That's right. Uh, I mean, the Bears also released Kyle Fuller saving some money in cap space. Mm-hmm. And although the Bears are trying to, were trying to trade Fuller, I mean, that was a long shot. Given that he was due $14 million this season, mm-hmm. and given that teams know that if they waited, the Bears are going to release him. So right. he became a free agent, and he wasn't on the board very long. No, he, no, he was immediately picked up, and I think we knew who, where he was going. Same colors, different, different city. picked up by his old uh, defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio, and the Denver Broncos. Um, like I said, we knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, again, lost their mind when this happened. Two of the people that lost their mind, Eddie Jackson and Cordell Patterson, and they went on Twitter. So our boy Ejax went up there, and <laughs> all he said was at this point, and he had the emoji of, you know, the hand in the face or, yeah. you know, the head in the hand. But then also, uh, Patterson came out and says, stop using the cap space as an excuse. But guess what, Patterson? Um, you're not on the Bears. You're not on the team. Uh, <laughs> he's a free agent, and there's no signs of him coming back to Chicago. He he did express interest in rejoining his original team, the Minnesota Vikings. Um, he's very active on Twitter. And another fan mentioned to him that the Tennessee Titans, you know, that would like to have him. And all he said was, y'all tell him to hit the line. <laughs> mm-hmm. so really, at this point, he'll go anywhere that'll have him. And we know that Nagy is not going to have his gadget guy anymore. And thank God for that, because I don't think I could stand another year of failed end arounds that get blown up five yards behind the line of scrimmage. Well, you know, we got our uh, Mighty Mouse back this year. So that's uh, we, true. That's the gadget guy now. Uh, the Bears did make a ton, a ton of moves aside from uh, Andy Dalton. They mm-hmm. picked up the former Lions cornerback, Desmond Trufant, who was originally on the Atlanta Falcons for a long time. Uh, they gave him a one-year deal. Um, like I said, I, it looks like this was a, a move to replace Fuller, and it seems like this was their plan all along. They knew that teams weren't going to bite to trade for Fuller when he was going to be released anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, they also picked up from the Denver Broncos, Jeremiah Atachu. Um, good job, good they, job there. Yeah, this is. <laughs> I, I had to research this on YouTube to figure out how to pronounce his name first. So I'm, pray, I'm hoping, I'm praying that I said it right. Um, they signed him to a two-year deal. Um, he is super underrated. He is a very good player, and he's only 28. Oh, that's good. That's good. I mean, you're more the football expert on the show, and so me listening to you uh, kill these names. And, and not, not me butchering them. That's why I'm just letting you go. Because I'd be butchering this stuff left and right. I, look, man, I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. My, <laughs> my, my grasp of the English language isn't as great as I'd like it to be. Um, there was some rumblings about the big boy in the middle, Akeem Hicks. He was given permission to seek a trade. And this, combined with the Fuller News and Andy Dalton signing, caused Bears fans to absolutely lose their mind. It was a complete and total, um, let's say, crap fest, I guess, on Twitter, because I can't say what I really want to say. Oh, yeah. I but mean, the, were... room, yeah, the rumors the rumors were all over the place. We're, I mean, Oof. we report a lot of the news. And wait, you're going to give one of the best players a permission to seek a trade? Like, that makes no sense. And then you, there's a report, oh, they pulled it back. No, we don't want them to trade, be traded so, anymore. So here's the thing. 
you had what I believe happened is that I think Hicks and Fuller were the names that were mentioned as starters in the Russell Wilson trade. Mm -hmm. I also saw some stuff out there about um, Mac, Mac and Roquan. Being, uh, Roquan, I would I would have lost my mind about Roquan because oh, yeah. you know I'm a huge Ro, Ro uh, fan. That one would have been the one that blew me because I would have been like, <laughs> I, I would have been full on Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Um, but there were the rumors that are out there that they were looking to trade or release Hicks to free up that space. They decided to keep Hicks on the roster. And that's what Brad Biggs said. I mean, 10 and a half million. Right. That's, that's a lot. That's a big cap hit. It, it is. But guess what? Our boy, Mitch Trubisky, the biscuit, he found a new home, bro. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mitch signed with the Buffalo Bills. So Buffalo. him and uh, uh, what's the guy that got fired from Channel 7? Oh, Gene, what, Gene, Gene <laughs> He's Greco? a Bills fan. Yeah, Gene Greco. Yeah. But Gene Greco can't get away from uh, the biscuit. So <laughs> they can go hang out together since uh, Gene Greco got no job now. Um, <laughs> Trubisky's going to back up Josh Allen. This is a great, great position for, for Trubisky because there's no pressure. You got a new city. You got a great coach out there, and you're playing uh, under a, a good quarterback. Unless he gets hurt, which we don't wish that on him. Um, you know, he should be able to learn. And then after this year, he should be able to be a starting quarterback in the league. So their coach came out and had a lot of praise for Trubisky. He, they says, you know what? They convinced Trubisky to come over to Buffalo. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know you're not going to start this year. But with your physical attributes, you're very similar to Josh Allen. And I want to say Allen's maybe a year younger. But... I think what they're hoping is that he can rejuvenate his career by looking at what Josh Allen is able to do in, in a system that's similar to something that Trubisky would succeed in. Right. Yeah. Um, well, happy for him. Yeah. I mean, that that was a. Uh, you got to wait I'm, for this I'm, garbage mess dumpster, dumpster, dumpster fire that we have going on here. I, I said it before and I, I'll say it again. A lot of people were asking why they didn't bring Mitch back when you're going to give Andy Dalton 10 million. And the simple fact is that Matt Nagy does not like him. They do not get along. Okay. No. Now, to be fair, when you see Mitch half the time, he looks like, uh, uh, how do I put this delicately? Um, so he looks like he's kind of staring off at like a, a deer headlights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's watching like a guy like flying a kite when he should be looking for his third receiver. You know what I mean? And and it's 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 kind of frustrating. Um, but Mitch was never coming back to Chicago. I, I don't know what y'all thought, but he was not coming back here. Andy Gold is really not your guy either. You know that he's just bridging that gap until they get the next young guy who they think is gonna should have hopefully please Lord make this be the guy. Find the right guy to draft and make this happen. Yeah, I don't see it happening. Uh, All right. All right, so, let's move on. So the, so the Bears also brought in um, Angelo Blackson. That was a very hard name to, uh, to pronounce. No, a Angelo Blackson, defensive lineman. He was on the Cardinals previously. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, they're, they're, they're signing a ton of guys. It's yet to be seen what happens in this draft. Um, I'm excited. Cautiously optimistic. Hopefully, we see Pace live up to the Roquan Smith draft, right? The the Cole Komet, what we hope is going to be Cole Komet. Even Leonard Floyd, who got a second contract with the Rams, mm -hmm. okay? So yeah, he does his best work in the later rounds. And, then, you know, that's what we've seen. Now, the thing is that 
He's well, drafting for his job. Here's the thing. You only get one first-round pick every year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. unless, unless you're the Patriots and you get seven and then you cheat and then you do whatever you do. But he only you only get one first-round pick every year. One of them was Mitch. One of them was Kevin White. But you had two of them that counted for the Cleo Mack trade. You have mm -hmm. Roquan Smith. You have Leonard Smo uh, Floyd. And you have Cole Komet, who it's yet to be seen what, what he is going to be overall. But he looks like he could be a really good player. So really, if you look at the fact that you managed to turn picks into Khalil Mack, you managed to draft um, our boy Roquan Smith, you know, Leonard Floyd, who, again, is in his second contract, making a lot of money for the Rams after the Bears got rid of him, and Komet. I mean, you look at that record, I mean, yeah, you got a couple of busts in there. I think, again... Every team has busts. Every team has bust, but the thing that will always stick on people's minds is the fact that he took Trubisky over Deshaun mm -hmm. Watson and Mahomes. And Mahomes. And Mahomes, like I said, I'm a huge Mahomes fan. I think he's going to be the next GOAT. But it, that's that's the problem is that we're going to keep hanging up on, on you know, the, the one mistake, the one huge mistake. Yeah, it'll be on his tombstone. <sighs> All right, what's going on at the Madhouse on Madison with the Black Hawks? Hey, man, my, my boys are playing hard. They're playing mm -hmm. hard, but they're just outgunned when it comes to playing these Florida teams, man. Oof. I mean, they're, they're losing 4-1, 4-2 against the champs. No, it is the champs. But again, right. it's Florida. <laughs> it's Florida, man. No one goes to baseball. No one goes to basketball games. No one goes to the hockey games, and they have a great team, man. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're going to play the the, the Panthers uh, with Quinville. I think that's going to be, uh, is it Kaner's 1,000th game tomorrow? I believe. Which will be Tuesday, Tuesday. So just to clarify that, yeah, it'll be a Tuesday. So I believe that's it. That's the that's the thing that, I mean, that's huge. 1,000 games? Yeah, I, look, Kaner is by far, I've said it before, I'll say it again. He will end up being the number one, the best ever American, American yeah. hockey mm -hmm. player ever, ever, ever. He's got the goals. He's got the games. He's got the titles. I mean, he, he's the best. And I want I want Blackhawks fans to remember that at one point, because of some very childish things that Patrick King was doing early in his career, the mm -hmm. whole thing with the cab, they almost traded or released Patrick King. And if we're talking about huge mistakes, that would have been the biggest that would have mistakes been huge. of you, the Blackhawks franchise, him. period. Okay. You don't win any cups without him. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The core of guys that they had, some of the best players that Chicago has ever seen with, with Haas, with Taves, and with Kaner. I mean, you know, that would have been a gigantic mistake. We wouldn't be sitting here on three titles right now. That's right. The Blackhawks also signed forward Josiah Slavin. Uh, it's a two-year entry-level contract, 842000 Goes against the salary cap. And he's going to uh, start with the Rockford Icehawks, their AHO affiliate. Um, and his brother is a defensive, uh, Jacob. Yeah, and he's from the Carolina uh, Hurricanes. So um, they need help. So they're, they're trying to address it with what they can because hockey's got the, the smallest uh, salary cap. And I think hockey is the hardest one to manage. To be fair, I'm pretty sure that these guys that are coming from overseas, I'm pretty sure his last name is not Slavin. It's probably like Slavin or some crazy, <laughs> some very aggressive, uh, some very aggressive pronunciation there. Yeah, where you skip some vowels and don't pronounce it. But I'm going to pronounce it this way until he corrects me. There you go. <laughs> All right, what's going on with the Bulls? The Bulls, uh, they are playing hard. They're losing overtime games. <laughs> the Bulls. They have a very interesting name that's been mentioned linked to them. 
and it's one of Mike Logic's favorite from the Ball family. That's right, Lonzo Ball. Uh, there's a lot of noise again about Lonzo Ball being traded to the Chicago Bulls. I mean, we need a point guard. Let's just be let's be frank about it. We need a true point guard. That way, Kobe right. can move over to the shooting uh, shooting guard, and you let Zach Levine do his thing. And uh, that's and that's part of the issue with the games that they're they're losing is that Zach is either aggressive at the beginning and he takes over the whole game, or he tries to get everyone else involved and it's the fourth quarter and he's only got ten points. So the the thing is is that when they drafted Kobe White, I think the original idea with him was to make him their point guard of the future. It doesn't seem to be that that's what's going to happen with him. When you watch him and Zach Levine on the floor together, it's essentially the same player. Uh, Zach Levine is obviously, he was an all-star this year. He's definitely the better player. But as far as style-wise, a couple of guys who don't particularly like to play defense, but they do like to score the ball. They like to get to the rim. They like to shoot the ball. So the problem is, is that essentially you have two two guards on the team. And what happened instead is that now... Um, Billy Donovan ended up starting Sadoransky at the point who's looked very good. So now you have two of your last uh, first or uh, last year's first round pick. And I'm going to say the year before, if I'm not mistaken, uh, first round pick and, and Wendell Carter and Kobe White now riding the bench because old man Thad Young is starting over um, Wendell Carter and Sadoransky is starting over. Kobe White. So, I mean, it's it's just it's a learning lesson, and these vets are showing them how to play. And that's the thing is like, hey, I'm gonna take your job, kid. I'll, you know, I'll, th- I'll, I'll, I'll take your is, sandwich. This is <laughs> and your lunch money. <laughs> is, let me tell you, this is the thing that really bothers me about Wendell Carter, and I've expressed before that I'm not really a fan of his. You know, no, 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 man. He always looks like he's sad. He has, I mean, like, we talked about confidence when we talked about, like, guys like Trubisky. We talked about Tim Anderson, uh, another guy who just really needed to build his own self-confidence, and now he has all of it in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wendell Carter, man, every time you see him, like, miss a shot, not get a rebound, just anything, his head is down. His head is down, and he's looking at the ground, and what's happening is that the man he's supposed to guard is on the end of, other end of the court, and he's getting ready to score. I am not impressed with this kid, man. I'm sorry. I they, He's got to be 100% a, pl- a piece that they're looking to trade if they're trying to bring in Lonzo Ball. Yeah, I mean, he's got to go. I'm sorry. But, um, I mean, how do you feel about the ball player coming over here, uh, Lonzo Ball? Do you think that would be a good fit for the team? I think Ball is not a guy who's looking to score he is a very good facilitator. He's good for passing the ball. And I think that with this team right now, uh, a team full of scorers, you could play him at the point and have him and Kobe and Zach Levine out there at the same time. And you'll see these kids running all over the place. You know what I mean? You get Pat Williams out there. I mean, I don't know what they're, what they're going to do with the center because that's another issue is that they don't have anyone... That, that's mm-hmm. a big reason why they're losing these games. Because this is the frustrating thing. is that they're getting to overtime. I mean, they, they were beating the hell out of San Antonio. They were up by like 20 points, and then they ended up losing in the end of the game. And I'm like, what, what is this? It's because they don't have that grit. They don't have that that determination. They don't have that grime to, that, to sit there and be able to, gr- like, to finish off them games. 
they're front runners right now, and that's what it is. They'll get a big lead and they'll blow the lead. I mean, the la- I want to say the last game, I, I want to say that San Antonio game in the fourth quarter, San Antonio scored like you know thirty 17. points. Yeah, the seventeen old run. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know that, that San Antonio scored a ton and the Bulls scored like ten. You can't do yeah. that, man. You, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, let's stay on the topic of basketball because we have two college teams that were ripping it up, bro. Ooh, baby. So, the Illinois Fighting Illini won the Big Ten tournament. They beat Ohio State uh, 91 to 88. Again, Illinois was was ranked number two in the conference for some stupid reason because of that record thing we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. But they went out there. They, they took care of business against Ohio State. And Ohio State went to the tourney as a number two seed, and they just got blown out early in the game. So who cares about them? Um, right. Illinois goes on as a number one seed. The first one in the tournament absolutely destroys number 16, Drexel. Loyola went out there and did their thing. They came in as an eight seed. Uh, they beat Georgia Tech, nine seed Georgia Tech, by 11 points. And then they went on and played Illinois in the second round. Oh, man. So I, I wasn't able to watch most of the game because I had a, a bowling tournament, and I know you were out of town. Uh-huh. So I don't know how much you watched the game, but Illinois looked, looked like they had no idea what they what, what happened. Like they got, they got punched in the liver, and they were stunned the entire game. They made no adjustments for the second half. And, you know, props to Loyola. It's simple as that. Props to Loyola for... Showing that defensive tenacity because they don't have these. Uh, what Kof- was it, Kofer? Uh, yeah, I, Kofi- look, man. Let me tell you something. I don't want to. I don't want to re- say his name the way it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Co- that's going. Oh, yeah. Co- Coburn. Yeah. Coburn. Yeah. Spe- yeah. Spelled C O C K B U R N, and his name is somehow Coburn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here, here's the thing. I I was in Tennessee. And we were mm-hmm. driving back, and I'm sitting there, and I was like, hey, there's a game on today. It's two teams that I know well enough. I'm not a huge ba- uh, college b- uh, basketball fan until the tournament comes. We had no tournament last year. I'm going to show some interest this year, right? Right. So I go to my wife. I says, hey, do me a favor oh. and check the score of this game. She goes, oh, Loyola is up by 10. Oh, really? <laughs> How much time is left? A minute 41. I said, what? Oh, yep. I said, I almost drove into a side of a mountain. And then, <laughs> and then she comes back like, oh, game's over. Uh, Loyola won 71 to 58. What are you doing scoring 58? You are the number one seed, and you're playing against a number eight seed, an in-state rival, if you want to call it that. You right. ain't been good since 2005. So, I mean, I guess I don't know what this means for the White Sox, bro. Hey, 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 hey. <sighs> anyway, hey, hey. Illinois Save, completely. Save that for next segment. <laughs> look, they, they. They pissed down their leg. They crapped the bed. However you want to put it, they did not get the job done. Now, all the props in the world to Porter Moser because this man is is tenacious. He's got that grit. He's out there busting his ass, recruiting all over the place, and he's bringing these players to his squad to play and, and go see Sister Jean and wave at her. But this is my most favorite player that he has and I, it, it, with Cameron Quig or anyway, uh, Officer Farva is on the Loyola Ramblers. And this man, uh, let me, uh, this is not a college student. This is a full grown, like 37 year old man, balding, 
a, a nasty looking 80s mustache and he's out there getting it done props to my man officer farva for going back to school man <laughs> officer farva that's awesome <laughs> um, oh man. so look look man um Loyola is going to play another team who upset their in, in their first game or their second round game. Oregon State, number 12 Oregon State, beat number four Oklahoma State 80 to 70. So now on the 27th, we're going to see Oregon State versus Loyola in the Sweet 16. When did you ever? Let me say, Oregon State beat number 12, number five Tennessee in the first round. Yeah. So Oregon State, again, the lower seed, going to be playing against number eight, Loyola. This I mean, if, if there's, I mean, if anything you can, that's taught you over the last year, yeah, we've done, we've been, you know, in this pandemic for a year, mm-hmm. is that when sports have no fans, anything can happen because you don't, there's there's no backing. Your, your fans are not, you know, making the noise right. and backing you up and getting you hyped. It's all on you now. Oh, yeah. Now I appreciate we we had this discussion very early on because yeah. we obviously we started a pandemic or we started a uh, a podcast in the middle of a pandemic. There's no sports going on, so we decided, hey, let's start a show about sports. <laughs> <laughs> but but I've always said that I'm a big I, I like the fan noise. I like the piped in fake noise that comes in because it still gives you something. You feel that in there, and guess right. what? Again, they're out there. They're playing for Sister Jean, 101 years old. She's so like sunken in that chair. That mask is basically sitting on her chin because that's where her face is. I mean, good, good for her. Good for them. <laughs> hey, ramblers, let's get rambling. That's right. All right, we'll be right back with three up and three down spring training edition after a word from our sponsor. Yeah. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. This is three up and three down. This is our baseball segment. We give you three good things and three bad things about our favorite teams. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. First up, the Chicago White Sox. Big Z, take it away. White Sox. The White Sox. They signed Billy Hamilton uh, earlier last week to a minor league deal. And now this is coming out to be an important thing because Adam Engel went down with a hamstring strain and it will not be available for opening day. Billy Hamilton, longtime Cincinnati Red, very fast guy, mm-hmm. so-so hitter. Had a cup of coffee with the Cubs, I want to say, last year, year before. Um, he's, a, he's a good depth guy for you, especially with the, the split speed. guy, yeah. Engel with that hammy. That is something that could bother him all season long. So I would definitely be concerned about that if it was a White Sox. Yeah, player. I would not rush him back. Um, Angle really just started like coming to his own last year, and he, he was blocked by because they wanted to give Marza, uh, you know, a shot. <laughs> that that dude's probably selling hot dogs on the side of the freeway right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Angle, take your time, brother. When you get healthy and you get right, then come back in. Don't worry, you, you know your talents gonna rise up to. Uh, to give you playing time. That's All right. right. Point number two. My boy Andrew Vaughn. Mm. He's been uh, raking this spring training. I mean, I, and I know spring training numbers are not, you know, what you've been looking at, but the kid's a rookie, hasn't played above A ball, and he's hitting 295. His OBP uh, is 404 and OPS is 904. So for a kid that usually plays every day, is now transitioning to being a 
everyday DH and I'm, I'm, I'm giving, you know, Abreu a spell at first base. I mean, the kid's doing pretty good. He's going to have to break camp. You know, the, the thing is, is that your team is so full of young guys. Mm-hmm. The worry I have for someone like him is when he's used to playing every day and now he's relegated to essentially a backup role, a spot filler. Um, is he going to have that same fire in his belly? Where and, and well, let me put it this way. Is he going to be able to kind of fire himself up for every game and not be like, well, I, I didn't play yesterday. I guess I got to play today. Does, does that make sense? I no, mean, it makes sense. But the only good thing that I'm going to say about this is that we have one of the best, if not the best, DH in the organization. Yeah. Well, I, I, absolutely. I mean, you. this is a guy that we've been waiting to see what he's going to do. Yeah. Well, you know, you. Lord, I have my head. You know, my Jim Tomey hat's right there. And he's working with Jim Tomey. So if you can't, you know, absorb knowledge from Jim Tomey and do, right. you know, what he's asking you to do, you're not going to make it. I mean, the, the kids, the kids are doing well, and I'm glad that they uh, they are coaching them right. They're saying, hey, go talk to the Hall of Famer, and he's going to get you right. And Tommy is the kind of guy that you could just he, – he looks like Paul Bunyan out there. Oh, yeah, he's you know, he, he, he He's literally like the caricature version of like the biggest, strongest dude in the room. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it, usually when you get a guy like that, he's just super into himself. He's full of himself. But – you know, not the case. He, he, it's not the case whatsoever. He is super helpful. I mean, like he could, he's a Hall of Fame. He could do out there, be doing whatever he wants. And what does he want to do? He wants to be in house, helping out with the young guys. Props That's to right, Jim Tommy. Yeah. All right. Last point uh, here. We got a uh, with some roster moves. Uh, Luis Gonzalez and Ra- uh, Reynaldo Lopez. <laughs> got oh they, boy. Yeah. Oh boy, who uh, struggled last year? They Your sent him. Yeah. 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 Right. They sent them to the uh, alternate training site. So pretty much the, they're going to send them down to the uh, what, what would be triple A at some point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Essentially, he's, they're going to cut him. Um, they also reassigned Tyron Guerrero, Alec Gray, and Connor uh, Sadzak and infielder Marco Hernandez. So, again, they're, they're at this point, within, we're almost, what, a week away from opening day. Right. A lot of these guys got to get moved to the alternate training site, which will be the Triple A, because Triple A starts a month later than the uh, regular season. So that, th- those are our moves. And then you know, the only thing right now I'm watching with the White Sox is the catcher position, which is up for grabs. Will it be right. Lucroy? Will it be Zavala, Collins, or Mercedes? I said before, uh-huh. I think it's going to be Lucroy. Yeah, they're going to probably go with experience. Why wouldn't you? Why Why wouldn't you at a position like that? Especially when you got young pitchers on this team. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're not talking about Arietta. You know what I mean? 37 or 36 year. You know what I mean? We're not talking about John Lester. We're not talking about cats that have been in the game for, you know, 30 years. We're talking about most of your rotation only been around for a couple years. Right. You got, a, you got a couple of veterans in there, but you need someone in there that's going to be able to steer the ship. Right. The, the caveat to that is that Collins came up with these guys with the pitchers that are pitching on the on rotation now except for Keiko and 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 uh Lance Lynn right uh, you know but all the all the young guys they uh, Collins was their catcher so you know those guys are pulling for him but at the same time it's like mm, well this guy's a pretty good you know catcher so you know minors and majors is not the same though oh no I agree it's not, it's not even close to the same I agree all right man what's going on up on the north side Oh, on the north side, <laughs> my man, Jesus Carmago, got the bag. 
Ooh. That's right. Chicago Cubs prospect Jesus Garmago, or Camargo was arrested after police found 21 pounds of meth in his team <laughs> equipment bag. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this. There is a picture of this bag with a bunch of white <laughs> a bunch of white stuff wrapped in cellophane, a couple of green packages, his cleats, his gloves, his gear. Son, what is you doing? <laughs> I think he what was watching too much Breaking Bad. What is happening right now? I mean, when they say get the bag, they didn't mean your equipment bag and fill it with drugs, bro. <laughs> I don't know what what part of the game is this. Hey, I, I just want to say this. I don't want to hear nothing about Tony Larusa the rest of the year, brother. You guys <laughs> but, take hey, the cake. You guys win. No, we take the cake. We take the meth. We take the heroin. All that stuff. <laughs> and you know, you know the worst part about this right now. If this was like 30 years ago. They would have been like, oh, you're just going to spring training, right? Okay, right. That's, what, that's what every player does is drugs. <laughs> just tons and tons oh, yeah. of drugs. It's like, how do you get hyped up for the game? I take drugs. <laughs> like, yeah, Daryl Strawberry. Right this guy. Listen, uh, he gone. Number two, yeah. Jack Peterson. Jack Patterson Peterson. He hey. is on fire. Fire. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I'm hoping, I'm hoping and praying that this dude can translate uh, this early success to the regular season, again, fresh start, change mm-hmm. of scenery. I hope, I hope that he's the dude that we saw early on in his his uh, career with the Dodgers, and not kind of towards the end when a lot of the other stars that were kind of budding around him came up and and really took that mantle, and he really, you know. He had nothing to go back on. That. Again, it, it was a great signing by the Cubs, uh, and I really do wish him the best to play, you know, over in the outfield over there at uh, Wrigley. That's high praise coming from a Dodgers fan over there. Uh, I know, but, you know, <laughs> my Dodgers are still in it. I'm, I'm not worried about the Cubs competing <laughs> with the Dodgers. Ooh, that, that hurts a little bit. <laughs> You're not going to compete with the Dodgers. Stating facts, man. Calm down. <laughs> um, you, you, hey, you never know. You never know. You know, you, you're over here sitting on your White Sox mantle. You ain't done nothing yet. So uh, no, st- I'm sitting in my Dodger mantle right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my boy that was on the Cubs last year, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy. No. Jeremy Jeffress is not happy. He's still a free agent. Uh, he went to Twitter and he says, I'm not signed yet because everything, every team thinks I'm a problem. When it's the opposite, I come to play baseball. I come to become a family member of each and every player in the locker room. Ask every team I've been on. I'm close with every player. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Everybody in the room's like, no, bro, you're a bad guy. And he's like, no, I'm a good guy. No, Look I in the mirror, think, bro. I, I, I don't think that's the case at all. You don't all. think so that's the case? I don't think that's the case at all because when we look, because you got to remember last year is when they were supposed to launch Marquee Network early mm-hmm. and because the, the season wasn't starting they they dragged ass and they finally got it up and got going right before the beginning of the season. Right. But when you look the some of the early programming that they had on Marquee was about hey, these are our new guys, this is what's going on, we follow this guy around for you know, three days or whatever it is mm-hmm. and you saw him interacting with all the guys, having fun, joking around and if I had to take him or Kimbrough right now, I'd probably take him because he outperformed uh, Kimbrough last year. Right. He, he was He's just a good pitcher. And, I mean, at this point, even on a short deal, you might as well bring him in. He's, he's saying that it's his it's ex-agent that kind of poisoned the water for him. Well, well, well I mean, I'm not going to wish him bad. You know, you hope he gets a job. But at the same time... <laughs> get a job. Get a job. 
May, hey, may, maybe, maybe he got that stimmy check and now he's just wilding out to see who's going to give him. He's like, look, man, I got this 1400 He's like, if you need, you know, I, I can lend you maybe 1300 is. I got to keep that 100 to get to wherever, you, wherever we're doing spring training. But, you know. Maybe maybe he was making a, maybe he was making a purchase from Camargo. Ooh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news: Big Z is, thinks that Jeremy Jeffers is the Oh man, he's the kingpin the whole time. We didn't know it. Exactly. Oh man. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes. You're out. All right, we'll be right back after a word from Grit Clothing Company. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh gear from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create simple, classic clothing that represents their Southside Chicago lifestyle. With products like hats, T-shirts, hoodies, and glassware, Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. Check out GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. That's gritclothingcode.com and use our promo code TRUEFAN15. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with your host, E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah! It's that time again, brother. Oh, man. Yeah, it's time to stir the pot, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got a good one from you this week just because I went to go get some food. Uh-huh. Shocking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I got to keep this figure. And round is a figure. Let me you let me shape. tell you something. I, I round is a shape. Round if is a shape. To, try, try, like I'm trying to get in shape. Well, baby, round is a shape. That's right. I, I this is my favorite segment because <laughs> we always talk about the thing that you and I do best, and that's eating and drinking. So yes. lay down, me brother. Does rice belong in a burrito? This is a weird ass question, bro. <laughs> Um, and, and I'll justify it after you give me your answer. But go ahead. Does rice belong in a burrito? Um. So first of all, let me let me tell you that burrito is not really Mexican food. No, it's Texan. It's it's not. It's Tex-Mex. Yeah. My my niece lived in Texas, and um, she just came back. She went on our trip to Tennessee with us, and she was telling me how terrible the food. She's like, I can't find any good Mexican food in Texas. And I'm like, well, that's surprising. She goes, no, because everything is Tex-Mex. Mm-hmm. So to be fair, a burrito isn't Mexican food. So let's just throw that out there right now. Uh-oh. Again. Number okay. two. Yeah. I have asked for rice in my burrito before. Okay. But, but that's when I was, you know, living on like five bucks a day. Yeah, you want to you want to fill yourself up. And, and my my choice, my five bucks either went towards a pack of cigarettes or a burrito, and that was going to be my food for the day. Mm-hmm. So it just depended on how bad I wanted it. Do I prefer it? Hell no, give me some more meat. That's exactly. We want the meat. That that's what I want. So if I'm gonna if I have the choice and yeah. I'm not broke and it's not my last five dollars to see what I'm gonna eat today, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, there's there's no reason it should be in there. And and this is why it came up because, you know, I I was working and my coworkers like, Oh, do you wanna go to Chipotle? And I'm like, No, not really. Not well, on purpose. Right. And they're like, why? It was like they put rice in their burrito. <laughs> they're like, wait, you're not supposed to? I'm like, no. Well, mm, um, can I can I ask a question real quick? Okay, yes. Was this particular person of the <laughs> Caucasian persuasion? I'm just gonna ask that right now. <laughs> I am not at liberty to divulge because I do not want to incriminate the person and, and uh, put them on the spot. But um, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for those out there, that was Braille. So just you know, grab your radio and, and see what he said. Um, let me tell you. Let me tell you something about Chipotle. Yeah. When they first came out, I where was that? I, I was working at like a, a mom and pop hardware store or something like that, and I mean, literally first came out. And I got a free coupon to go have a burrito at Chipotle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, free food. Hey, what's up? Right. Back I walk in there. I, I, <laughs> I walk in there. I'm like, yes, can I have a burrito? And they're like, sure. What you like on it? This, 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 and this. And then they gave me this thing. And I'm like, what? why does this feel like this? And I open it up. And the, the problem is that they steam the yes. tortillas. Yes. And I'm like, hold up. I'm like, it's not you are yet. supposed to, you, you didn't finish. Right. Some, you you, you got to finish making my food. You got to take it after that burrito is wrapped, put it back on the grill. Yes. And let it sear and let that, you, you even got to let the end of the uh, the burrito or the, the, the tortilla sear to the rest of the tortilla or the, the burrito. Yeah, so it doesn't open up. Right. So it don't open up. They hand me this thing. Like a wet T-shirt filled with crap. <laughs> All the ingredients were cold. I'm like, why are you putting this cold ass uh, corn and beans on my? Yes. What is wrong with y'all? Yeah. I I promise you, I did not eat Chipotle again for at least 15 years. Yeah. And then I had a burrito bowl, and it's cool. Yeah. I just I just, I just don't I don't have enough toilet paper in my house for that garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I can't if do it. If I'm gonna eat a burrito, it's gonna be from an authentic Mexican place that's gonna prepare the meat the way I want, not put rice in it. You know, lechuga, tomate. You know, your avocado. I don't. I don't even want that lettuce and tomato. You can keep that. Yeah. I'm, give, uh, give yeah. Me, look, give me like, and, and the other thing too is what I don't like. I don't like chick. I don't like chicken because I feel like with chicken, it gets dried out. It gets stringy. And, and it's sitting in the sauce all day. At least steak. When you see, you see when they cook the steak, they mm-hmm. cook it right then. And they get the bowl and they put it over there and they put the oil in there to get all the steam meat, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I'm going to get a burrito, give me a steak burrito, give me some cheese, give me some sour cream, give me that uh, avocado, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. And then like, you know, um, I mean, that right there is good for me. Yeah, because you don't put green or red sauce, huh? Nah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a sauce. I'm, I'm not a saucy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like gravy. Jamaican food is a lot of uh, sauce, Spices, like gravy spices. sauce. It, no, just like every meat has a sauce, just because it fills you up more. Mm. But I mean, like the hot sauce and all that stuff. I mean, you can keep that. I, I don't need all that. Give me the flavor. I, to me, like hot sauce just changes the flavor of the food that you're trying to eat in the first place. If I want hot sauce, I just just eat hot sauce. Give me a straw. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even give me a simple simple burrito. As big as my head, that's what I need. But no big sucker, I can throw it over my shoulder and carry it down the street like there's, a two by four. There's a place on the south side that does that. It's it's like the box is like literally like a foot long. If I can't climb into it and just <laughs> dig my way out with a spoon, I don't want it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got a question for you, sir. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Before we go. That's right. What you looking at? Tell me what you've been watching that's not sports. So. I spent four hours and ten minutes Uh-oh. watching the Snyder Cut. Ooh-wee. Now, it, it was to good. be fair, I have really not seen it. It was. Really I watched good. the original. That was garbage. I, I uh, let mm-hmm. me rephrase that. The TV watched me while the original was on because I dropped out and I snoozed. So tell me, uh, the the story is fixed. There's a continuity in the story now. Uh, so everything oh, really? makes yeah, everything makes sense. <laughs> it wasn't just like 
let me throw everything all these ingredients up in the air and maybe it cooks something good for me you know it was a good story uh the action was great um it gave a lot of backstories for um uh for barry and for the uh for a lot of the the, the, the characters in there there's a two surprise uh characters that show up i don't want to ruin it for you um but if people who saw it they understand what i'm talking what i'm talking about um the superman stuff was you know it made it more suspenseful uh you know because you know he, he died in the other movie so uh, it's, a, it's a good watch um you do have to break it up it is a four-hour movie i wouldn't watch it all at once i would watch hour hour and a half because it's broken down into chapters okay there's about four five or six chapters in there and so when you're watching hbo you see little dots at the bottom those are the different chapters so um you know he wanted to make it you know as a big movie hbo wanted kind of like a series then they were arguing and at the end of the day it's one big movie go watch it it's worth the time just make sure you have enough food (laughs) (laughs) make sure you get two burritos there well check it out i don't mean to talk about myself like i do on every show (laughs) saturday after oh. the show comes out is my 40th birthday. That's right. Okay. So we got to find something to do. But one thing I will be doing is Chicago Police Department Knights, CPD Knights, is going to have a free baseball clinic for the kids. Uh, you can find all the information on our Facebook page. We will be sharing the information. Um, so this will come out on the 25th on the Thursday. 27th to Saturday is when the event's going to take place. Right. So go ahead and check it out on our page. Um, we'll have all the details, the address, all the stuff that's going on. And we will be there, uh, you know, waving and, and saying hi. And you don't have to say hi, but <laughs> it'd be nice. Say what's up. I like the show and all that good stuff. But definitely come and check out the event. Um, we also have Shorty Fighting this week. Shorty Fighting 25th when this drops. Again, like we said earlier, uh, unfortunately, his, his rematch is not going on this week. He's going to have a new opponent because uh, Shorty Rock, Sean Santella, the other mm-hmm. Shorty, he did have an undisclosed injury, so instead our boy Shorty Torres is going to be fighting Blaine O'Driscoll. It looks like he's a young kid out of uh, out of Ireland. So it should be a good fight. Definitely check that out. Um, and uh, go Shorty. That's right. That's right. All right, man. Let's get out of here. All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media nor Caesar and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to check out gritclothingco.com and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Shout out to Ronesh and shout out to our super producer, Jay Soto. Super duper. Want to start a podcast or have your show sound as clean as ours? You can find everything you need at jsotomedia.com. Don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at True CHI Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us on our email. We want to hear from you guys. Give us your show recommendations, your food recommendations, all that good stuff. We are ready. Find us at True Chicago Sports Fans at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out Mike Logs and Ideal and all that podcast every other Monday coinciding with the basketball season. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot to talk about this week. He sure does. <laughs> Especially <laughs> his boy LeBron got a boo-boo. Yeah. All right, y'all. For Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next week for episode 38. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Yeah. Vamos, vamos para la casa. <laughs> <laughs>
Happy birthday to me, son. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. That's all. For... Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichokes. We'll eat the poppers.